0: Mr. Jones, we have you for a ten twenty-five massage therapy appointment.
1: Oh, thanks. Yeah, no, my uh, my neck and my back have been killing me. I can't wait.
0: No, that's that's totally fine. That's exactly what we do here: full body oh, massage. Um, we actually have a new intern on. Um, we could give you a discount if you'd like to try him.
1: Um. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he he knows his stuff, right? I'm not, you know. It's safe. He comes very highly trained. I believe he's the
0: 64th in a line of maso- massage therapists. Hmm. I-, I always hear loud noises coming from his room. It seems very uh, emphatic about
1: his work. All right. Hey, uh, yeah, I'm in. Sounds great.
0: Great. Um, excuse me. Uh, Ken, can we get you in here? We've got you another appointment.
1: Yeah, so do I, like, disrobe in here or wait for Come you to... Come with me. Okay. All right.
0: So no questions.
1: Well, I mean, all right. I'll, I'll trust you to do your work.
0: Sit on this table.
1: All right. Should I be facing up, facing down? I have never gone to uh, one of these before. That won't be necessary. Now, tell me what ails you. Um, yeah. So, like, my neck and my back have been, like, stiff lately. And, like, I bend. And it really hurts if I try to bend more than, like, this much. It's like, uh, yeah, like, right there.
0: All right, I can see this is going to take all of my skills. Stay completely motionless. This could take the stuff
1: out of my pocket. Kill me. Well, I
2: I I I thought that you.
1: Oh,
0: that should just about do it.
1: What have you done?
0: I valued our time together
1: greatly, but it's time for you to leave. Um, is, is my head supposed to be swelling like this? It's all part of the process. Very natural medicine. Oh, I feel kind of bloated. That's
0: completely normal. Don't worry about your bill. It has already been paid. I don't know. <laughs> you were shack. <laughs>
1: no, I, I like that. I think that's pretty good.
0: I don't know if you wanted to like try that again with like more scripting.
1: I, I think it worked out well.
0: <laughs> I think it could benefit from more scripting, but I like the whole. You have it. It has already been paid. Like the you are already dead thing, or something. Yeah, I <laughs> you think are. Of already... a better, you are already dead. That wasn't lethal.
1: Yeah, no, that that's fine. No, I like it. Going in for a massage. What? <laughs> no, I mean. That was, I, I that just makes don't sense, understand right? why like, that wasn't ac- your idea. Like, acupressure is a real thing, right?
0: Oh, yeah. Um, our older brother David used to live with a um, acupressure, uh, tube acupressure massage therapists in Boston, I believe, in Watertown.
1: And did they make anybody's brains explode?
0: Fifth? I plead the fifth? <laughs> Fifth and sixty fourth. Uh, well, one of them was perfectly pleasant, really nice lady, and then another one of them thought that her soulmate was her cat. So
1: mm. classic um, acupressure.
0: Yeah, I don't know if they were like that when they went in, but you know, <laughs> it's 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 like dianetics, you know, like yeah, you go it's... in for the massage therapy school and you come out with this conception of how many thetan levels you're on.
1: Yeah, it's it's a it's a gateway martial art. Yeah, that's right (laughs) You start with Fist of the North Star And then, you know, you work your way down
0: (laughs) Yeah You know, I I was like you once A karate student, but uh, Next thing you know, I'm giving Massage therapy for nickels down At the the train station
1: Before I knew it, I had to do Krav Maga Just to stay awake (laughs) Uh, I went to Thailand once For the boxing (laughs) You make it sound like balls of fury, but for massage therapists. Yeah, isn't that what's happening?
0: The, I, I love the idea of underground like rings massage. for stuff that is not that. Y- Adventure brother does that thing about like Jeopardy, like the Quiz Boys. Oh yeah, that they yeah, do it yeah. in like these weird shady arenas with like a bunch of people like betting on them, like it's a dog fighting
1: ring. Yeah, that's a that's a great th- like <laughs> it's a, great a joke. joke.
0: It's such a good joke. They also do that in um um a death of smoochie kind of
1: oh the like dark seedy underbrow uh, under underbrow <laughs> underground <laughs> of uh, children's television
0: well i mean like it, pretty much it when you get into the, when you really get into fits of the north south you see that most of
1: it is dark seedy underbrow
0: <laughs>
1: yeah that's right Good God. gotta get that looked at
0: <laughs> i mean they go on for days <laughs> they're like caterpillars zane
1: yeah, in the desolation of the future, the road is one long eyebrow.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: That's about how good the translation was. Uh, I like I watched the sub, and, like it wasn't like in terms of translations, it wasn't as bad as uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, but it wasn't anywhere nearly as good as uh, Final Fantasy Tactics: War of the Lions.
0: I uh, I didn't think the the. I didn't think that the translation was all that bad. I thought it was like needlessly like flowery at times. Like when you do post-apocalyptic, like kind of, you know, space drama sort of things like cowboy bebop, like everybody just talks in, in like, uh, it's in this weird, like philosophy textbook kind of way.
1: It's flowery through the use of a thesaurus, like from someone who kind of just learns the language and is changing words to sound. Let me give you a rough translation. Um, uh, some of the words that i saw <laughs> sure these two guys were fighting and one of them was close to death and the other one said uh, near death has improved your fist <laughs> and the other guy says what improved my fist was not near death it was your existence <laughs>
0: ben, That's <this> great. Is... <laughs> i have that thought every day zane
1: <laughs> what does that mean
0: <laughs> Wait, can you repeat it? I want to remember it for later. It's the second part.
1: <laughs> what improved my fist was not near death, it was your existence. <laughs> what improved my death was your existence. It's a really bad pickup line.
0: <laughs> uh That's great. Oh uh, uh, man, let's... Zane, I just found the Wikipedia page for the Hokuto no Ken.
1: Oh man, it's a trip. There's so yeah. much. Yeah, it's pretty great. Oh, Um, man, I want to... Why don't don't we start? Why don't we get into this? You want to introduce Hmm. us?
0: Hang on. I want to see... I'm trying to... I want to make sure that I have a a list of fighting styles. I want to see if I have um, a list of uh, attacks for Fist of the North (laughs) Star techniques. Because I didn't write any of them down. I figured that there was probably one somewhere, and I don't see it.
1: I'm hoping that the original... um, like Japanese also has the just word salad of fighting moves, and that was a <laughs> translation thing. Like that's just what they name things.
0: Uh, North no, Star Hundred them...
1: Flash Fist.
0: Some of them appear multiple times. Zane.
1: No, there's continuity there. Yeah. Yeah. There's it's no like elbow pistons, but great,
0: great Mountain Fisher or something. When he just karate chops a dude in the forehead. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Where uh. Uh, I, I can't find it. I really wish I could. Um, okay, I'm going to let it go, but everybody know that I really wish I had a move list to <laughs> reference for this whole episode.
1: Maybe one of the video games has uh, has some moves listed. I don't
0: want a quarter circle back for this podcast, Zane.
1: Quarter circle back.
0: That's <gasps> not my way. Do the,
1: get into the Voldo stance.
0: Ugh. <laughs> yeah, we can leave that one behind. Zane, what are we watching? Or who are we? <laughs>
1: You wait do how i how d- to introduce us do i do this uh usually
0: wait <laughs> are we on? A and podcast my name right is now? zane and my na- <laughs> and this is the carton cast <laughs> we review old cartoons and see what we think of them as adults and today we have our anime f- feature um and we're looking at fist of the north star obviously
1: carton cast of the flying sun you don't know you're already dead <laughs> Angry crow takes flight. <laughs> Monkey plucks two peaches. I couldn't stop thinking of
0: fucking hot food. hot foo. Yeah, I, I guess maybe we'll have a point of reference now when we go do Jackie Chan adventures cause that oh yeah, has well that similarity. I don't know if there are other similarities. Probably not. I start.
1: I, I started seeing DNA of this in in all sorts of things. Um, yeah,
0: this is so. I wanted to do an anime that is. Um, a martial arts anime, the a pretty early one because I tend to watch quite a few of them. This mm-hmm. is one of the goofier ones, one that's less focused on the sport and more focused on the narrative and the setting, um, yeah. and the the martial arts just sort of articulates through it. It's not really the point, but um, it was the progenitor for many different uh, for for many different series, which would kind of do variations on this. Some of them focused more on um for more on the actual martial art some of them went even goofier
1: than this one
0: so uh to, for a point of reference i've been watching a lot of jojo's bizarre adventure recently yeah you mentioned it's a goddamn trip and uh it's delightful <laughs> zane you're going to love it and uh i don't want really to have you much haven't been to wrong yet you
1: w- have you watched any of it uh no but pretty much any reference like, anytime you tell me to go watch or read something, it's usually pretty good. Uh, can you give me an example?
0: I'm just kind of curious which one of my recommendations hit home. Name of the Wind. Oh, um, yeah.
1: Bojack Horseman. <laughs> yep. Uh, Steven Universe. Yeah. You're, you're batting a thousand, really.
0: I mean, th- those those three different shows are also similar. I, I have, um, <laughs> well, I I have very broken.
1: little exposure to any medium that isn't from you. Yeah, when well, I mean, you go that on better. the
0: internet, p- you go on the internet. People yell at you. You go to parties. People try pointedly not to yell at you because you're making a scene. It's no good. Right. Well. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I I watch that. I watch a few different uh, uh, martial arts anime. So I, I guess uh, a similar one to this is probably Yu Yu Hakusho.
1: I was thinking that yeah, in in that, you know the at the- least in
0: like. Parts creation, like alchemical reagents to make this show also go into Yu Yu Hakusho. So you like take one part martial arts, one part bad hairstyles, you know, and just kind of like loop it on like that. It looks kind of similar. And also
1: like there is this plot and continuity and the focus of each season changes. But, you know, if you watch any random episode, you're going to see an awesome, you know, explodey battle martial arts fight and then some exposition that you can take or leave.
0: Yeah, um, and uh, I think that's a good point to kind of stop our uh, post intro intro and get to the real intro. Zane, yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's talk Fist about the, the production.
1: Fist of the North Star was made by Toei Animation and ran from nineteen eighty four to nineteen eighty seven on yep, Fuji the original TV cat in, in Japan. What? The original Cat in the Hat. That's I don't even. And on Showtime Toy, Toy, beyond t- in the <laughs> Toy U.S.
0: Animation. It's got that little. Uh, it's got the little insignia of that cat with that hat.
1: I don't know if that's true. He's
0: smiling on you like he's the pilot. He's like he like he's the uh, mascot of a Mexican restaurant. You're going to make me look this up? Go look it up. You'll recognize it.
1: Toy animation.
0: Hmm. Yeah, very closely
1: related to Dr. Oh, Seuss.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. The hat. Yeah, that cat in that hat. Cat in the hat. So it's, it started... Uh... So it was produced by Toy Animation in 1984. Yeah. And... It's a anime adaptation of a 1983 manga of the same name. Did you get uh, the author? Yeah. H-
1: Hokuto no Ken. I didn't get the author. Uh, the The manga ran in Shonen Jump, and it ran kind of concurrently, so they like were making the manga and the anime at the same time.
0: Yeah, and, th- and this is like a... Um, so the anime a-
1: occasionally had to add filler episodes, just so that they wouldn't outpace it.
0: Right, but not from what i've read not as much as more recent anime like if you look at like naruto filler arcs or something like that and the reason being it's a lot it's a lot easier to create uh, (laughs) fist of the north star episodes because of the um lack of animation quality the limited animation style is very Mm -hmm. fast to create remember when we were doing uh uh he-man and masters of the universe they made like an episode a week for two years or something like that. It was just like <laughs> right. an incredibly fast pace. And it didn't take that. It wasn't that hard to keep up. It probably wasn't that hard to keep up with the comics in this
1: case. And and since this was the progenitor of so many other martial arts-focused animes, a lot of the you know time-saving and animation-saving techniques got carried through. And so it became a whole style.
0: Yes. And you see this in a lot of shows. Um, I see it in... Um, I see it a great deal in uh, Berserk um, or JoJo's Bizarre Adventure where it'll sometimes cut to a kind of a splash image of uh, something that happened in the anime that they literally just like scanned at the nearest (laughs) printer and like stuck it on stuck it on the reel, (laughs) maybe rotated the frame a little bit, had some dire piano music behind it. The Japanese manga series uh, was written by apparently somebody who only has one name. I, I'm just gonna assume that this is yeah. one of those Japanese things, but it's uh his name was, or he he's referred to I guess it's his like stage name or screen name or something, um, Bronson, who is a uh, whose real name is Yoshiyuki Okamura, and I okay. don't uh I don't immediately recognize him as anything else as a mangeki. but um yeah I don't see anything else that's uh very close to it, but yeah. I did see quite a few things that um that Toei animation had also done that I'm familiar with for example dragon ball right like yeah. all of it
1: <laughs> yeah toei toei was one of Forever. the big players in in anime that made its way over here
0: it looks very similar to dragon ball like the the, the character models and like the proportions and um like everybody's kind of like these weird squat and muscular like yeah cho- yeah cho- oh, cho- dragon Niki ball's men. another
1: one of those one of those shows where, you know, every episode's kind of the same, but the plot progresses.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and um, nobody really tried... And no one's really, like, winning the fight. It's just, like, people take turns
1: beating on each other. Yeah. And uh, since this series lasted... It was an anime that lasted longer than a year. It has the usual spin-off explosion. Uh, video games, movies, OVAs. So yeah, it, it, I mean, it's very large... prolific in and of its own uh, continuity, not just as a source of inspiration. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but I don't want to undercut the fact that how, how inspirational it was. Oh, no, no. I d- I just, yeah. I see DNA from Fist of the North Star everywhere from, you know, that ridiculous sound that he makes when he does <laughs> martial art attacks. And yeah. um, the idea for, of like pressure points, like I think pressure points taking place in, um, in martial arts is probably going farther back than this. But I yeah. don't know where it originated.
1: I want to say Bruce Lee, just because this itself is very based on Bruce Lee.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, complete with like the fighting style, like the stance that he always takes, looks very Bruce Lee to me.
1: But why? Why do you think this show uh, became such a such a source of inspiration?
0: Because it's like, good, what, man. what
1: make what makes it's this show <laughs> stand out?
0: It's fucking good. <laughs> I, I, like, I mean, I don't know, man. It's, it's like, just a
1: classic. Because it is. It's just
0: a classic. Like, it was the first like, wide example of its time, I guess, like, and there's a lot going for it that doesn't, that, that kind of leaps beyond the bounds of its medium. So, um, you know, the whole post-apocalyptic thing is, is something that people still clamor for with, like, fallout and shit.
1: Um, Yeah, and this was back during the early 80s when that was still a very real threat.
0: Very real threat, pretty cogent, uh, but something that hadn't been, like, covered extensively in media of that type. Mm-hmm. The uh the level of violence of it is also pretty explicit, considering the time period. Maybe not for right. Japan. I didn't really look into it, but you didn't have anything quite that bad going on. Like the example, He Man. He would never actually use his source. Or yeah, his sword. no, no.
1: This is this is a brutal, very gritty show.
0: Yeah, and, and you mean I doubt that it wasn't that. I mean, you have people's heads exploding. That's canon. That's from the <laughs> comics. Like you, you have, have to... a lot
1: of people's heads exploding. Yeah, Like you, you like you that's two what pages. you tune in for.
0: Yeah, you, you you read two pages and you know whether or not you're reading this some more because it's either like, how am I into head explosions am I? Very or extremely. There you go. Um, yeah, so I, I think that's the novelty of it is just that it's one of those first sort of martial arts anime, but there's so much to it that is not just, hey, this is a good martial arts anime. Uh-huh. Um, specifically, the surprisingly dark setting is pretty cool with a very like, eh, you know, a lot of anime that comes out of Japan that we tend to look at has a explicitly supernatural compel- uh component. Mm-hmm. This doesn't for a long time. Like, I mean, it's absurd. And yeah, it doesn't yeah. happen, the, but it's The martial not arts are
1: far beyond anything in a real world, but it's not like, oh, a demon gave me these powers.
0: And, it, yeah, he's not firing aura blasts. Right. At least not at this point. Not like on. not early on quote-unquote martial arts. So it does have that groundedness to it that I, I mm-hmm. think is just a little bit more approachable than maybe, mm, I don't know, a Sailor Moon or a Dragon Ball.
1: Yeah. Uh, let's Let's— just briefly say what the show is about because there's a lot of other generalities that you know rather than go through characters and all that stuff it's it's a lot of generalities and and uh it's a very powerful source material so let's just get the plot out of the way real quick
0: yeah and and to explain like to to give you some background into my experience with it i didn't watch that much of it so i actually don't really know the plot i don't know if you have a better conception of it
1: um i i you know, it's it's like I said, um, he goes around and fights stronger and more evil people, but the, the episodes are pretty consistent.
0: Yeah, and uh, one really cool thing about this, and it's very similar to Fallout, is that the post-apocalypse is coupled with like a warrior's journey. And the point is the journey, so much so that we don't really know what he's trying to do. Like there's, yeah, there's vague references to his old girlfriend and writing wrongs. And he's got like this noble spirit and this past that's somehow coupled with this martial art that he knows that is like, it, it almost seems like an ancient forbidden technique. You're like, there's got to be story there. We're probably going to fight a rival at some point.
1: If they get into the story and like his whole arc concludes, you know, I- in a way, but each season it just reconcludes in a different way.
0: Yeah, which is which isn't kind of a. Uh, which,
1: it's unusual. That's
0: that's not a uh, that's not a formula that I inherently dislike. I think Generator Rex did something similar, where like it's got its own arcs, and they all like uh, Teen Titans as well. Like it, 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 like it, you you always have the same core group. They're always doing vaguely the same thing, but they're and they're personally evolving through each chapter. But each different arc has kind
1: of its own. Well, ebb and I, flow i think you hit on it by saying it's about the journey because you know in this post apocalyptic uh, uh future he is, uh, the hero Kenshiro, he's the he's such a bastion of goodness and and might makes right making actual right uh, that he kind of needs to just keep going and doing good even if his own plot arc is satisfied
0: Yeah, and there's a lot to be said about that, like, synergizing with the fact that it is a post-apocalypse, where um, people just, a lot of people don't seem, like, all the people that we meet, they have, like, one driving force, and that is, like, it's so central to who they are, because that's all that they can cling on to. It's actually sort of like Dark Souls, like, in this place with no hope, with no future, you have to... Keep yourself grounded by keeping a like a mantra or a, or a goal, right? And if you don't have one, kind of inherent, then you make one. And that's really right. what he's and doing so, is he's, he's filling the space between you know boredom and apathy.
1: Right. And aside from the main characters and the in, you know powerful martial artists, the post nuclear war wasteland is populated by either weak peasants or evil bikers. And they're, <laughs> both sides are obsessed with either, okay, I need to, for the peasants, we can try and regrow society and work together, and the biker's are just like, I want what's good for me now.
0: Right now, yeah. It's very Miyazaki.
1: And uh, and many of them belong to this king organization, and there's a lot of, you know, playing cards uh, uh, references, and one man, Kinshiro, uh, wanders from town to town, and... His motivation is explored um, somewhat tangentially, but he he's looking for his lost fiance, Yuria, and but in practice episode to episode he's killing bad guys with his martial arts, and uh, uh, this involves touching people's pressure points in order to make them explode.
0: The uh, not to overstate it, but that's the, the main the fact that Yeah, the fact. Uh, not to overstate it but the fact that he has this goal is really so important as it gives him a reason like we don't really care what the goal is we just need a we just need to be on rails we just need to be able to follow him without it seeming senseless and that's exactly what that does
1: he, he goes to a city by the end of the episode he's helped them out and they said like oh you know you might try looking in that city and he goes to that city
0: I mean there's a lot of uh, comparisons that can be made with like the samurai mentality like a wandering uh soldier who 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 has a code of honor but kind of no liege lord and um the idea of like a, a lawman lost in the west you know that like it I think this is actually a really good example of that
1: it also felt like a final fantasy game cuz like I
0: mean everything coming out of Japan does in certain ways
1: <laughs> you like you have this it's just an main boss that you know you're going to have to fight eventually And just a series of other like, oh, I have to go here to get to here to get powerful to kill that guy. It's like, it's a lot of build up, but but, you don't notice it at a time.
0: Yeah, I guess. Like, and it it doesn't seem like he can do it a different way because we never see him like planning his next move. He's like (laughs) fixed on rails.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And it's weird Um, that I
0: hadn't considered. Why don't you just go to the place you need to go to? But that's just not how the show works. And you accept that implicitly. Mm hmm. Um, to talk about the actual martial arts that he uses, his backstory, which I love that they set this up and then don't really talk about it for a long time.
1: They spend a lot of time in flashbacks.
0: Yes, which is a perfectly fine way of telling a story. Like I think yeah, it's it probably works, a little played out. At it this works point. for this story. Yeah, it does. Like this again, when you're dealing with something this old, that it feels like the progenitor of stuff. You just mm-hmm. have an appreciation for the style. You don't like. You can't see this as like hackneyed before it was hackneyed you know right or, and, or, and it avoids like some that. of that
1: it avoids some of the hokiness by the weight that the show puts on itself <laughs> uh, yeah at so, times and, and so, also so like the... given i i, I want to give an idea and also yeah, explain what you know what the martial arts are uh this is a great yes. quote from tv tropes yeah go ahead <laughs> because of its lethality and difficulty to master the law of hokuto shinken declares only one successor per generation those who were trained but not chosen to inherit the style must renounce its use voluntarily or risk having their memories erased or their fist destroyed (laughs) that's great like this show takes itself destroyed so seriously and the martial arts are the like they're such pure things but like everyone has one (laughs)
0: Yeah, and there's some goofy too. Like they don't. A lot have... of them are
1: goofy. This. Hey, here's a fat I... guy.
0: I'll get into the tone later, but like this show is very funny. <laughs> uh,
1: it doesn't try to be though.
0: I think it does.
1: <sighs> like, how do you explain all the Mohawks? Ben, it was the '80s. It wasn't just trying to be tough, Zane. It's trying to be funny. Everyone had Mohawks. So,
0: um, I guess, uh, d- do we do we have anything more to say about the setting?
1: Um. Just that like so the show has several arcs and basically Ken journeys around to defeat different warlords, and the most powerful of his enemies tend to be people he knew before the war, or men who also trained in these destructive martial arts.
0: Yeah, it's a very elitist kind of martial artist policy, isn't it? Everyone like, there's knows one each martial other. art and if you don't know it, say goodbye to your skull like yeah go th-
1: go join a biker gang <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> just become a follower of ken because that's the only way you're safe uh, yeah because yeah.
1: he has those uh two kids following him around right
0: yeah that's right um the, the wild wily kit and wily cat
1: yeah bat and rin Um yeah, more, more
0: or less i thought it was rin the- is that someone else
1: i i think that's just a japanese translation thing okay fair enough um I, I saw a, weird everything on TV Trots where he eventually falls in love with Rin. Yeah, so there's a love triangle. What happens is after a couple of um seasons, there's a time skip and Bat, who was uh, the wisecracking, uh, you know, cynical shut up. kid, Shut up, shut up, shut up. becomes I don't care. leader of the resistance Stop army. It. Stop it uh, saying. <laughs> we're we're no, I don't I don't need that. I <laughs> so they're, much they're, so they're much kind of tangential me. early on.
0: We, we like I I think they serve
1: that- to hero worship Ken.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, and I uh, or and to like set the various elements of the actual setting up that we don't know because Ken probably has amnesia. Well, Ken's I don't remember like how a works.
1: strong stoic type, so you need someone else to like tell him, oh, this city. You let me tell you about the local lore.
0: Yeah, let's let's talk about Ken.
1: Yeah, this um, guy, <laughs> badass.
0: So, yeah, he's just kind of there to be a badass. He, I I thought he was, you know, a stereotypical kind of japanese protagonist in Mm -hmm. like a power fantasy like in a shonen setting yeah um but i mean he wears it well he's strong stoic type he's 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 very kind um but that's really all as far as it goes like well he's he's kind
1: to those who are good people and merciless to those who aren't
0: yeah which is is something i kind of want to talk about um He doesn't spare people, and that's actually something I haven't seen in a while for a kind-hearted
1: person. For a a moral protagonist. It's a a brutal world he lives in.
0: I think that's exactly
1: it. Well, Well, he's trained in the assassination arts. He might have been like this beforehand. Maybe. I I would love to see him as like a
0: little Damien Owen going around just punching... punching dogs, making their feet explode, just because he can. Um... I I want to talk about this, because I've been watching a lot of shows recently. Um, mm-hmm. That Marvel's been putting out with their with their Netflix run, uh, like Daredevil and Green Arrow or Arrow, yeah. and even you know the the perennial example is Batman. They all have this code where they're allowed to enact vigilante justice but not kill. Yeah. And that, I mean, aside from the obvious problems with that, which I won't go into because I'm not about to have an ethical battle on whether it's okay to kill someone who's a shitlord. Um, <laughs> I, I tire of it. I'm very tired of seeing that being the defining trait of a moral superhero.
1: Yeah, it's uh it's it's partially cultural in like I don't know how much of it comes out of like western christianity type of stuff, but mercy when you should be distributing out justice is a is a very very big part of our of our superhero culture.
0: Yeah, and, and the Japanese have, like, a great great appreciation for justice. They build giant machines
1: to do it for them. Yeah, so justice, like, honor. It's it's It comes out of the samurai code, like you said.
0: Yeah, and I, I don't know what exactly has been happening in our— I mean, that man's kind of always been like— I mean, not always, but, you know, for as long as we care to remember. He's kind of always had this don't-kill-anyone code. Well, I think— And it I th- did I think, set him apart, interestingly, but now everyone does that, and I think it's yeah. just like I think it's a, I think it's a, I think they're afraid of the censors. Honestly, I don't I can't think of another reason.
1: Uh, I I think in th- this anime and others that inspired, it works because it's very clear who the good guys and bad guys are.
0: That's true. It's got sort of a Star Wars approach to uh, to to picking sides. The the karmic
1: justice in this universe. It feels a little off, though, because even though he's like, even though he's killing them and, you know, righting the wrongs, bad guys die in glorious battle after ruling for a while. Good guys live long enough to beat the bad guys, then succumb to their wounds or to radiation poisoning.
0: Again, that's a that's a pretty Western kind of like, or or like, a, or like a, a sailor type of thing, like where the captain goes down with the ship, like you've done this great deed, and now you can rest, you know? It, and, it's sort of a it's sort of a vengeance um it's sort of a vengeance quest in ways
1: and, and keeping with the idea of journey ken is I'm kind thinking, of the only one that doesn't meet his end
0: i'm thinking specifically of cowboy bebop where okay. uh, in the spoilers in the movie um i don't think i need to say spoilers <laughs> but in the movie uh spike uh goes and uh finally meets with um uh i think his name was sid vicious or something like I that. i always
1: found that subplot very hard to follow
0: it is because they don't really focus on it in the main plot. You really have to like watch the movies to get make sense of it. I think, or, or some minor story arcs in the actual plot. But anyway, at the end of it, he like very unambiguously dies, and it's okay. like you see it and you're like, oh no, yeah, that's exactly how this should end. <laughs> you know, like it just makes it more powerful. And I and I don't have the cultural context to appreciate why a protagonist dying in this sort of set in this like I think it's the I think it's the overall f- hopelessness of the of the wasteland like you can at great cost accomplish a goal, but you'd never forget that it's at great personal cost. Like mm. this isn't a Shakespearean comedy where everyone just gets married at the end. You know? Yeah, no,
1: I, I think that's true of this show. I think in the Batman example, it's because they will never let him die. And so if they let him kill people, he would just start racking up the bodies over time.
0: I think that would be an interesting uh, uh, story arc that I think uh, It Kirby, was Kirby <laughs> made me want to get on that. But
1: they let they let Superman oh, do that in that uh, Injustice. Oh yeah, right?
0: Injustice. We we bring up Injustice a lot. I feel like I should read this at some point. It's really good. Yeah, I've heard good things. Um, in any anyway. in any case, I I just I it should be like in in the other media that I've seen, it should be poignant, but it's just tired, which actually made this kind of a breath of fresh air. Like he's willing to kill those. Who, the wasteland could do without, you know, yeah, like, this with is no not more a thought show. than plucking a flower. I, I really like that.
1: This is not a complex show.
0: So uh, it's it's not a very complex show. I think that the show mostly gets by on flair, and um, and just like quality of structure. Mm-hmm. And we could get more into that in a minute. I
1: wanted to talk about Ken's powers. <laughs> Um, they're interesting. They're ridiculous, is what they are. Yeah. So, so Ken is a is a disciple of the Northern Star technique, which uses the pressure points to kill enemies from the inside. Um, I, I yeah, find it he, really funny because his yeah, his primary ahead. antagonist in the first arc is uh, Shin, who he's has got the a fist southern, of the South Star. Yeah, his Southern Star That's technique kills them from the outside by cutting them a bunch. <laughs> so good.
0: <laughs> i didn't know satan i go to a boxing gym i had no idea that i was a practitioner of the,
1: the south star technique <laughs> yeah it's great i'm so happy ben did the, uh... you see that episode where he's uh fighting the fat guy uh, I, I only watched a couple episodes dude it's great because he's like only shin's southern star technique can beat me you can't touch my internal pressure points with you can't get through my fat and ken's solution is to just punch him a bunch until the fat like goes off to the sides because he punched him so much that's so dumb and then gets him
0: so this is what i'm talking about like when you have a martial arts anime you can't just be like oh yeah he was better at reading me and then he tripped me and that was it that's a boring that's a boring climax everything short of lasers necessarily martial arts anime have to get extremely silly it's like it's even really like Hajime no Ippo, even in like the first few fights where Ippo goes into the ring with uh, Mashaba okay. who has like that uh, flicker jab where he like he like kind of wobbles his arm back and forth and then creates jabs that go longer than you'd think they should because he's like misdirecting you or whatever. Right, and his arms are so long they go like half the ring away. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> just, it's so silly. Like mm. it immediately stops making any sense and you just have to like. you have to let the narrator tell you what's important yeah but what's weird about like i don't know if i like kinshiro's powers, like because they're so ill-defined it makes him seem overpowered like it never seems like he's in a bad spot
1: he heals rin's muteness yeah he's like cool
0: hand luke he just touches people and he and whatever whatever he wants to happen just starts happening
1: he like puts his thumbs in a dude's temple and is like, when I take my thumbs out, you will yeah. die in seven seconds. Seven?
0: Like, that's not a no, thing.
1: There's I no re- reason that could be a thing.
0: <laughs> I had a moment where I was like, if I was that guy, what would I do? Would I beg him to put the thumbs back in or would I like pretend to cack over and then just as he turns away, stuff my own thumbs into my temple? <laughs> like I, I was, I thought about this for like five minutes.
1: <laughs> the logical repercussions of the dumbest ability.
0: <laughs> i mean those are f- more fun to think about like those are just like what would you do if you know yeah yeah or would you rather like they're like the hypotheticals that make no sense are more fun because they, they yeah you know they're fantasy um does he know actual magic um because it seems he, like it sometimes he he references that he knows spells but it seems like he just punches shit i think he was faking
1: or that was like dropped or something.
0: Oh, he's like Papa Smurf where he's using yeah, ma- magic in the guise of science. I think he used a harakan once. Am I mistaken? I think later in the series they learn how to do like distance pressure pointing.
1: <laughs> so stupid.
0: It's, it's fine. It's no I, less
1: stupid than the others. There's I touch no the wind in order to hit your pressure points.
0: Yeah, it's chaos theory, Zane.
1: It's not. That's um. how they
0: got that No, that's how they got him to go faster in Jurassic Park. Is Jeff Goldblum like, said the words that created the, the chain reaction that uh, made the Tyrannosaurus go, slow down. You must go faster. Is that
1: what you think happened?
0: Yeah, the tree fell down, man. Same. They cover this in, like, the second year of physics grad school. Great. And I'm a little ashamed at your ignorance.
1: <laughs> so, anyway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, he's got this tattoo, also, of the North Star in his chest.
1: It's a and battle wound. Those scars. It, it People is. refer to him as the man with seven scars.
0: Yeah, I couldn't tell if that was part of like a ritual or if somebody just messed him up and
1: he got lucky. Oh, this was a flashback. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I I spent most of my time in the Shin arc, the the first season. Yeah. Where so the backstory is um, Yuria Ken's fiance uh, Shin was interested in her, and so he, you know, overpowered Kenshiro. And forced Yuria to like proclaim her love for him. And if she wouldn't. Uh, Wait. When, when she this wouldn't. This is a post apocalypse setting, Zane. I know. It's, it's a and soap they're opera. they are talking about like a love story. That is such a soap opera. Everyone's I related. Know. I know. Um, but what he Well, does that actually is,
0: makes sense because only the strong will survive and the, only the strong ones know the hokino,
1: Hokuto no Ken. The hokey pokey. Uh, the to hokey torture, pokey. The The to torture Ken. He sticks his fingers in him, and that's what causes the sc- the scarring. Stick your fingers in. <laughs> stick your fingers. Out. Oh, Ben, that should have been our intro. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> maybe we'll do it later. <laughs> Wait, do you want to try it now? You stick <laughs> like your fingers, in the middle of the episode. Sure.
0: Yeah. You stick your fingers out. Stick
1: your fingers in. and You turn them all about. You do the hokuton no okay, and turn yourself around, and you are already, already dead. dead. <laughs> everybody, everybody, now. <laughs> oh, that's, that's pretty good. That's a good time. Yeah, why not? <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, I, but I, I love how much uh, Shin misses the point because, like. As you go on through that season, he keeps on trying to woo Yuria and like, why won't you love me? Look at all that I've conquered. And she's like, I want someone who's like kind and not an asshole. <laughs> and so he's I like, need to kill this man. He's like, is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, I gotta kill. It. I'm like, I conquered the city. Don't you like it? What about when I tortured your servant? wasn't Wasn't that nice? <laughs> Look that at did this. Nothing- Look at the statue uh, of you. I'm going to kill a bunch he, of people to get gems to decorate it.
0: You know, it reminds me of the Jonathan Colton song, Skull Crusher Mountains, where he's like, I made this monkey mutant for you. Why don't you like it? Did I use too many monkeys? Isn't it enough that I just made a mutant for you? Like, are, are, are you not into this? It's, it's very funny. That's great. Did I use too many monkeys? Did I get the, Did I the ratio used... off? I isn't isn't too it enough monkeys. that I would ruin a monkey for you just to make this present? <laughs> I made
2: this half-pony, half-monkey monster to please you But I get the feeling that you don't like it What's with all the screaming? You like monkeys, you like ponies Maybe you don't like monsters so much Maybe I use too many Isn't it enough to know that
0: I ruined a pony making a gift for Uh, you? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's pretty weird. It also reminds me of Gladiator. Oh, yeah. Where, like, Joaquin Phoenix is just constantly trying to make out with his sister who's like, no.
1: Dude, come on.
0: Dog, come on. Like, we're not, we're not Greeks here, okay? Got no chill. Got no chill?
1: Yeah. What I've been that? reading the internet a lot lately. I think it's affecting my language. Wait, what is, got no chill? You know, like he's, he's trying too hard. He's not chill.
0: Oh yeah. He's got a, he's a try hard build. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. I, I think that's all I have out of Kanchiro. Oh, mm-hmm. I did want to say about the, 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 the sign on his chest. They call it a sign that predicts death. Yeah. And I love that.
1: Like the specter of death over him, but it's everyone who comes across him that dies.
0: Yeah. Like, I love it when a protagonist is explicitly told many times that, like, a curse surrounds you. Like, you are a doomed man. Yeah. And, I mean, like, it's the same thing as what the setting is doing, which is, like, you're living on borrowed time here, and there's no future for you. <laughs> and here you go. And now now you can start. <laughs>
1: Yeah, oh my... Like, ben, this Like, that's your jumping-off
0: point, is hopelessness.
1: This show has such an oppressive atmosphere.
0: It it really does. And it sells the otherworldliness of, like, an oppressive, oppressive atmosphere, too, because of the color palette. Um,
1: like, everything is so fucking gray. Uh, can I read you the narration for one episode? Yeah, please do. The oh, is it the has- beginning? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. That's so not, good. Not, not in the intro, which is also incredible, where just there's bombs going off, and he's like everyone's dead. (laughs) Um, No, so the narration in one episode says, uh, the fate has finally arrived. The world where people torture and kill one another is no longer that of man. It is a world of wild beasts. The shadow of death now cast over the devil's eye. The devil's eye. And a a shadowy grim reaper just appears over a city.
0: It's like like the the mad libs of an emo. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's so needlessly perverse and dripping with,
1: like, just ill intent. It's so funny, and I, like, they, like I'm yeah, sure like, they were trying is, to make it, it serious. It's back to funny. Like, it that's probably That's great was. thing about this show. It probably was uh, at let, the time, but we're too postmodern now.
0: We we need to, I don't think it was. We We'll get to it in a second. We can actually figure out whether or not that was intentional. I think it was. But let's get rid of the, let's get rid of, let's get rid of the rest of the characters.
1: Yeah, it's, there's not a lot there. I
0: don't have a damn thing written down for Rin or Lin,
1: depending Um, on the translation. No, damsel in distress when she's a little kid, and then damsel in distress when she's an adult.
0: Yeah, she's just an icon of innocence that I didn't really want.
1: Mm -hmm. Like, I I think this is... It provides a counterpoint. It's like the lone good thing in a a weary world.
0: Yeah, that's okay. I kind of wish that was also just Bat. Like, I wish he had, like, kind of innocence about him in addition to his posturing, and that was what... Oh, tough but guy the on the outside? Of? Yeah, no, that yeah. would be good. Especially because, like, that sort of mirrors what Kenshiro does. Lin just seems like damn Lin distress a little too much. Yeah. Um, I, and I can say that with confidence because Berserk does uh, does the whole oppressive atmosphere thing and just takes it farther by not having that, like, modicum of innocence. Right. Like, the best people are the worst people in that show. <laughs> which is great. Like, the person that you are like, oh, this is the best person in the world— I, I'm running no spoilers then just go watch it
1: <laughs> it'll be a while I,
0: I understand um but yeah I guess we can just k- skip over her then like there's just not much to her Mm-hmm. at least not from what I saw like maybe later in the series uh bat is a little better
1: that's a that's neat he uh he's like this impish figure that kind of figured out how the future works
0: yeah he's like a five years before the final fantasy game protagonist <laughs> like he he's he's almost the final fantasy protagonist he's like cloud or like uh like vosh or 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 something like that
1: i like how we're introduced to him where he's like they catch him stealing like food and water and they're like we need to put him in jail and he's like oh don't you want to see me you know play my harmonica and yeah. dance around instead <laughs> watch me dance for nickels <laughs> <laughs> um later on when he's like in kinshiro's entourage you know Kenshiro is this very uh that's what it is you know self sacrificing guy and he wouldn't ask for any payment so bats like oh i'll be your manager and he goes up to a guy yeah. like yo let me uh, i can get my friend to take care of your problem here two days rations come on what do you got? <laughs> if you grease my palms i'll get him to grease that guy's entire body with
0: pressure point organs. sickness yeah his own organs bio yeah, uh, I- I, th- I think they go a little bit far with this foil, but it's not that bad. Like, I think he's a little too loud and upbeat for the setting. Yeah. Um. Which which is why I think that having both Lin and Bat is a little overkill in making that balance. Like, we just needed one upbeat character and everything to bounce off of him. But uh, I do I do think I like him. Like, I think yeah. I like that he's there. Like, he's <laughs> not just a blank foil. He's got something to him. He's like he dances for nickels. He's got a harmonica. He's sort of got this internal, um, you know, number one comes first kind of mentality, which is a very nice, like, uh, counterpoint to Kinshiro's put everybody else first. Yeah, I
1: like his pragmatism versus Kinshiro's, like, ideals. Um, Yeah, very much. Because he's also outwardly positive, whereas Kinshiro is is a very dire looking figure.
0: Yeah, and I mean, they're mirrors kind of all the way through. Like, Mm -hmm. given his age and inability, you would expect him to be more meek. Or, and, and, and shy and not wanting to, you know, get his hands dirty. But, in fact, it's Kenshiro who is the one who always holds back. Yeah, so I, at least I, at I, I,
1: like, I, I like this pairing. I
0: do as well. I think Lin is extraneous, but I understand the need. At least mm-hmm. in a, you know, Japanese manga sort of way. Right. Japanese manga. <sighs> ATM machine.
1: I didn't see any other characters. <laughs> <I think. laughs> Um so other than, they, other than jobbers. There's a series of, of villains, all of whom are like somebody's older brother. <laughs> no, I'm I'm classic, serious here.
0: Classic anime.
1: Everyone who dies comes back later with a mask. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: fucking Canterbury Tales nonsense. Um Or not Canterbury Tales, what am I thinking of? Great expectations.
1: Yeah. No, but God, this this it. show really is Ken wandering around beating people up.
0: Yeah, it's it's and and again, like the plot is not the point. The point is the setting, and like they'll have like miniature arcs. Like I was really into the second episode, uh-huh. where there's this dude who's coming back from like a half year journey to go find rice seeds so that he can like start trying to plant a future, and they get taken by this biker gang dressed up like like a biker gang that is solely occupied by uh, lost members of Kiss. <laughs> and, you know, Ken sees him in trouble and is like, "I'm gonna go take these back." And Bat kind of has his little solo adventure. He's like, "No, I'll do it for whatever reason. I can't remember the exact." Yeah, he does. Like he, he, he does the
1: same little, uh, you know, "Hey,
0: check out my car." Yeah, <laughs> I'll dance for nickels. The uh, and he like just kind of like as a like a way to prove himself or to ingratiate himself to Ken or like it's a point of pride, whatever it is. He has this little solo adventure where he like winds up a little toy rat and like gets the guard away from the rice and then books it out of there under the guise of his car malfunctioning and it's, it's like pretty clever and it's like yeah. not you know we say that it's about ken going around beating people up i don't think that that much of the show is him actually fighting no there's a lot like of it seems in like most of it is the setup uh-huh like it's it's like it seems like other stuff happens in you know post-apocalyptic wasteland and then Ken cleans up the rest at the end of it with <laughs> martial arts.
1: Yeah, a nice, a nice quick solution to an otherwise complex problem.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like we're well, we're gonna try to make society. Did it work? No. Burn it to the ground. Start over. Done. <laughs>
1: um, I do like the characters of, um, you know, other martial artists. Uh, not not the jobbers who die in any given episode, but like recurring <laughs> enemies and recurring friends. Um, yeah,
0: I didn't see any of them, actually.
1: They're they're pretty cool because they also have that pathos. Like, this is who they were before the war, and now this is what they do to survive. And you see, like, you know, because their martial arts tend to have, like, a philosophy about them. And, like, you know, seeing how the honor changes in, in the afterworld.
0: Martial arts are, like... It seems like this happens a lot where your martial arts is your philosophy. Like, it's it's one and the same, like, and it won't work if you don't believe in it. <laughs> it's it's like, also
1: nice because we get to see yeah. them. Like, the, the show makes judicious use of flashbacks so you can see a character. Like, you meet a character, you see what they were like when they were learning the martial art and who they are now. And it, it, it's a nice little mini story about characters that we don't see that much.
0: I think this is like an advantage of having a source material to adapt from rather than just... Oh, yeah, whole cloth. because mm-hmm. and we we we, we, we kind of pound on adaptations from time to time because of you know things they missed or you know say that they're good because of things they got right. What we never talk about is how they have an just an initial leg up because the stories that they're using are kind of time tested. Mm-hmm. Like they already have an idea of how it's going to be received ahead of time and they just have to worry about how to portray it. And that's, like, a huge efficiency boost and gets them to, like, focus on the stuff that they actually need to worry about instead of just storyboarding. Mm-hmm. And I think the show does it very well. I have to ask you, before we go into tone, did you... It seems like you really enjoyed this show.
1: I did, uh, like, the... More, like, more
0: than I thought you would. I didn't think that you'd be into it because of how, like, limited animation is.
1: You know, I, the animation didn't bother me too much. Um... Uh, I thought that the music really pumped me up and got me into things. Um, I was curious to see, like, the resolution of any given fight. I I went into a, like, a later season just to see something, and it referenced, like, previous episodes, and it referenced, like, you could tell, like, oh, next episode some shit's gonna go down, and, like, oh, man, I want to watch another one.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, and again, an advantage of the of uh, the adaptation from manga format. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like, you know what's going to happen. It's going to be sweet. <laughs> I actually, I, uh, I saw a, uh, I happened to be flipping through a few later episodes and I actually saw a recap episode. Um, yeah. And it like kind of just tied up the plot really nicely. I'm like, oh, this is like 40 episodes in. A good amount of shit happened. Like, it doesn't seem like they're wasting your time.
1: Yeah. And I mean, you go on the Wikipedia summary and it's like, after killing a few more warlords, and then it's like, okay, well, that was three <laughs> episodes. <laughs> Nothing happened. Okay, move on. Yeah, but, like, but it's fun I, to watch I, in each episode.
0: I don't know how quickly I would get sick of him beating up a warlord and bragging about their mortality.
1: Yeah, them. it's got a limited half-life, which is why, like, I think, for me at least, it hit a good balance of the one-shot righting the wrongs and the larger plot.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I would be into that. Um, but I, I didn't see very many of them, so it's hard to judge. Let's talk yeah. about the tone.
1: Uh, brutal.
0: Uh, sort of. Like, half the time. <laughs> and Again, then Zane. I, really I weird. I think you're discounting like how silly this show is. You know, it's...
1: <laughs> if you go into it with the mindset of making fun... Because like, you've seen parodies, like a lot of parodies of it that don't take it seriously, but come from the same source material.
0: I mean... Yeah, but it's not just in the parody of this. in and of itself, it's very silly.
1: What, I mean, what are some things you're thinking of?
0: Well, first of all, like all the punk rock villains are
1: pretty, are pretty absurd. Like, oh, the Mohawks, the biker gangs, the Joker, and
0: one one of them straight up has just kiss makeup on Zane. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's it's just very silly. Everyone's wearing earrings. Um, it's like one of those uh, Dragon Ball Z tournaments. Uh, episodes where just the weirdest it is. people come up.
0: <laughs> it is you like,
1: what country could he have come from? It's like, got this green
0: mohawk. It looks like Zangief stepped into the ring, but he's got a British accent. I don't know where I am. <laughs> it's, it, and it happens all the time, and it, that wouldn't be that phenomenal except that the landscape is so gray. Like, I think that this is very pointed. That all of the villains and all the main characters, even they're very colorful. In like stark contrast to their environment, do you you know like they're trying to stand out? They're trying to inflate their own importance in this terrible world.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what they're trying to do, and that's why it's nice to you you get that contrast because Kenshiro is always you know very plain clothing, a shirt that just rips off, and
0: well, yeah, but (laughs) yeah, (laughs) he
1: flexes and it just explodes. That's another part of what. Like, the goofiness is that, like, in one scene, you'll see him rip off his shirt to, like, power up. And then after the battle, it'll be back on him. Like, where does he get all these
0: shirts? Other other times, he'll just take it off ahead of time. (laughs) They just do it when they feel like it. (laughs) Um, uh,
1: Another example of it is that uh, (laughs) the fact that his martial art is a head explosion foo. And it's, like, it's great because... um, like he frequently says you're already dead or like you don't yeah. know it's it's like those uh, samurai things where they you know slice in midair and one of them you know they both land and then one of them like is cut Sheaths in their half
0: sword. Yeah. they know they sheath their sword and then like and the other
1: guy it's exactly like that except now it's a dude's head exploding like they just blow up like they gorge Yeah, and they go into like that
0: black and white and then like white goo comes out in like this way too viscous way like they weren't That's sure how blood. blood works. It's like even weir- weirder than blood. Like they were going for PC, but they came across weird.
1: Uh, the pressure points caused blood to coagulate, Ben.
0: Uh-huh. A- and lose all the
1: hemoglobin. That's what it's all about. <laughs>
0: Everybody knows. Uh, I-, I mean, this, the whole, I think this probably does, happens in other martial arts as well, where they just are extremely silly. Um, I was thinking Ronmo one Half is also an example.
1: Well, that went into it knowing it knew what it was.
0: Yeah, of course it did. And the setting reflects that. Like, the setting is also very cheerful all the time. And it very quickly gets even sillier than it started, although it started very silly. With this, I think it learned it. Maybe <laughs> I, I think this is learned behavior.
1: Maybe I'm biased because the last two episodes I saw had a suicide and, like, a fight to the death between brothers who were already dying. And everybody's
0: they, already dying, and maybe that's f- also a kind of a post-apocalypse thing where like everybody's already dying. Like everyone's living on borrowed time. So yeah. saying you're already dead.
1: It was also badass because we got to see a flashback of them where like uh, their parents died, and this martial artist guy was like, "I will train one of you, but only one," and just dumps them at the bottom of a mountain. And, like fight you to the death. Whoever gets <laughs> to the top of the mountain first can can learn. You know, can train under me. And one of them's like brother you you go on like and, and he's like i'm not going to and he climbs the mountain one-handed carrying his brother like the show yeah. gets badass and i did not see a ton of the silly stuff except early on but I, I,
0: not not even the guy climbing the mountain with one hand
1: <laughs> okay well they only like, showed it at the end i imagine the actual climbing would be pretty funny <laughs>
0: Or how about the, or how about the like gigantic shouting craziness that Pinchiro does? Like, like it's it's not that it's silly in and of itself. It's that it's it's too ridiculous for us watching given it. how hard they're trying to be serious. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's like it's like a. It's like some guy in middle school trying to be serious, but everyone just thinks he's I, like I don't know. It's it's like he's trying too hard. It's like the show is just trying too hard to be serious, and it just makes it makes it funny. It's
1: like a kung fu movie where like you see the guy, the, like the two main fighters fighting, and then you see snipers, and then you see an assassin behind the sniper, and it's really tense in the music, and then just somebody lets out a big fart. Yeah, <laughs> that's
0: what it fa- that's what it feels like, Zane. <laughs> I mean, I w- I won't push this narrative too far. I just I can't think that they were trying to be serious and then dressed the antagonists the way that they did.
1: I I think it was stylistic. I, I, I don't I don't think they were going for goofy.
0: What about his eyebrows?
1: Ben those are manly eyebrows.
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean I I, I don't deny that all this is very stylish. Um do do you want to talk about the animation?
1: Uh sure yeah. Um so yeah. We talked about the head exploding stuff and um, in a more general sense, the limited animation. Mm -hmm. uh, How they will focus on just one character at a time and keep the other one still or they'll move them against a, Like, they'll keep the image still and move the background to mimic movement. You know, put in some running noises. Like, I don't... Of course, don't... I, I, of course, don't like looking
0: at a limited animation. It bothers me less than other people, but I don't like looking at it But given that they were in limited animation, they had the tech down. Like, they knew what they were doing with limited animation. They made full use of the changing color palette to kind of sell the change in emotion, if not in actual motion.
1: Well, I think the set pieces were, like, they had that oppressive atmosphere. And I don't think the limited animation took away from it because it's a very, a lot of the episodes are very slowly paced. They're, uh, you know, you take in the feeling there's there wasn't a lot of dialogue no there isn't like
0: i don't know like i mean not there there wasn't conspicuously low dialogue
1: no it but was just given
0: like that a lot of them is just kind of walking around going from place to place you'd expect more kind of so what were your parents like no, as yeah, a child there, there's a lot of. grow up?
1: it's a lot of stoicism and uh, uh establishing shots
0: it, yeah, like uh, I think that they use dialogue really well, actually. In that, especially between Ken and um and Bat, because it's all like it's all just cementing his tough guy persona and Bat's kind of petulant nature. Uh huh. Yeah, you know, it's it's not getting anywhere. It's yeah, just kind of every discussion showing between you the them, shades of this relationship.
1: Every discussion between them is like, "Well, what should we do?" He's like, "I will handle it with honor." And he's like, "Yeah, oh, <laughs> okay. what if we run away?"
0: <laughs> Here, here's another example of why this show is so goofy in the second episode um when he gets the rice back yeah bat starts like kind of like uh, he won't mind if i just take a few grains and he's like starts eating it and ken kicks him in the face and catches the rice on his foot while doing like a fucking martial arts <laughs> dance and then pours it into a bag that he's holding with his, feet? With his
1: foot <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay that's pretty good yeah
0: <laughs> Like that. That's why I think that it's trying to be funny.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, I think sorry they, to ex- interrupt you. No, I think they take good advantage of the animation during the fight scenes. Like I said, with movement, but also, um, like showing off the the combat. Given the limited animation is hard, so they have these neat tricks. Um, mm. One of them is like, so you can make the audience root for Kenshiro is to have him take down somebody bigger than him. When they fall down, they're drawn way bigger. Yeah. So he looks like even more of an underdog. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, mean, I, I mean, thought that, that was really cool. I mean, really that's
0: cool. really good. Um, yeah, I, I think that the limited animation,
1: it is good.
0: I think the point is just that it's not as important. It's not a detriment. It's just not really what you're looking for. In this like it sort of reads like a manga where you're just seeing uh-huh. different shots you know like i mean because this had a source material that was explicitly on print limited animation mm-hmm. seeing it still as limited animation you don't
1: lose much i i want to give it a little more credit than just hey they adapted it from a manga really well and it looks like a manga i think they did Like, they knew how to use the animation style to their advantage. So, like... Oh, yeah. You know how... No no doubt. In in a limited animation, you want to spend as little time animating. So, if you draw a long shot and just pan across it, that's more effective. And so, like, in the fight scenes, there might be, like, 20 guys he has to fight. And they'll just, like, have their faces in the ether, and it'll pan across. uh, uh, And you see them each laughing at him, and then he just destroys them.
0: They'll also do this thing where they just like uh, take some stock footage from uh, that they made once and just reuse it like Ken yes. taking his famous stance.
1: Yeah. And and they reuse those flashbacks frequently as well.
0: Right. But I mean, I don't really hate the flashbacks, but I feel like I, if I watch the whole thing, I would start to get tired of them. Uh huh. They also uh, do this nice thing where they kind of animate stuff that you, that isn't the characters. So it's just easier. So like if you were to animate a character, you have to like do a bunch of staging shit that you don't want to worry about. And uh, and also, there's just more moving parts in a person. Mm-hmm. Like, which is why, why a lot of the time just the head moves and maybe the mouth and nothing else, which is terrible looking. But if you focus the animation to just, let's say, a pillar of smoke or fire and let everything else be static, that's really effective mm-hmm. because, like, it's just a little bit more abstract and seeing it moving... It, it makes it seem like somebody telling you a story and kind of like you're running through it in your child brain. It's like, how would the fire look? Oh, it kind of waves in this weird way. But you don't actually, you're not actually seeing the fire. It's like a, it's like a weird abstract representation of fire.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, keeping the characters from moving is a great way and, and zooming out and focusing on that terrain and, and set pieces is a great way of doing that because, you know, oh, we don't see the character breathing, but we can hear them breathing and we're zoomed out a little too far. Like, that that works really well.
0: Yeah, and like uh, I, we're just citing techniques at this point, but another one that I really like is when Ken is, like, looking in a direction and he starts to think about his past and the past will, like, flutter into focus, like, away from his face in, like, a translucent sort of way. Mm-hmm. It's like, Yuria. And then you see, like, an image of Yuria smiling and it's, like, floating away from him slowly. It's like there's There's a lot going on in that scene, and they just had to put two images and have one of them fly like, away from you, yeah other just like one.
1: flicker a little bit.
0: That's all you need, yeah, like so like I think you're definitely right. I think that it gains a lot from also being staged ahead of time as distinct comic strip format. no, you're right that like if all you but have to do is recreate a, a comic job.
1: strip and you know edit a little bit that's that's a huge time saver.
0: I remember it being done less well in something like, like Monster Rancher, let's say. I think that was a manga first, I right? Think,
1: I think everything was done less well in Monster Rancher.
0: <laughs> but, like, do you ever remember, like, there's, like, splash images of, like, Genki kicking a monster. Uh-huh. Still awesome. Yeah, yeah. But it looked kind of garbage.
1: <laughs> because, it remember Super I mean, for Godzilla? a lot of reasons, but. Yeah. When, you like, you do a special move and, like, the tail whip and it just, like.
0: Oh yeah, it's just like the tail going up and hits the dude, and then comes away. Like, there's no whip in there. There's
1: no, there's no whip. There's no like contact even. It's just like this image got near that image.
0: Yeah, like there's and there's better ways to do that. Like you can have like a wide, like like a swipe sound effect, and then like a lash appears, and then like damage signs or whatever. You don't even need to show the tail. Yeah. So it's just a it's a consideration that they made to work on what. Was necessary to work on, and what would have the greatest effect?
1: Yeah, uh, I was very impressed by their by their use of the medium.
0: Yeah, within with limited animation, like it still looks like in limited animation. Like we don't want to gloss over that entirely. Like I get I get tired of looking at Kinshiro yeah. sometimes just because like his face doesn't develop at all or like emote.
1: Yeah, his face is not very expressive at all.
0: Yeah, and like. I mean, even Bat's face is only, like... It's only expressive because it's literally always manic.
1: (laughs) I mean, beyond that, like, you're not getting much. Yeah.
0: But I don't know. Like, that brings up an interesting point. How much about the... How much did you care about the characters in this show?
1: Hmm. Not a ton. Not at all, right? Like, I I enjoyed seeing the resolution of plot arcs. I I wanted... So I wanted people to have a complete closure-filled plot arc... But I didn't care if, like, they lived or died or lived happily ever after. I just wanted something cool to happen and their lives to have meant something and then stop.
0: I think we only really want Kinshiro to win because he's, like, sexy and mysterious. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, the classic samurai, like, ninja thing. Like, everyone wants to be a ninja because they're all, like, shrouded in mystery. He's like, you don't even know my name. My face has been lost. And, like, all these pompous warlords or, like... Uh, noblemen coming up, and he's like, this saber was crafted by the great Count Mitsurugi in the Fable Dungeon. And they, there's no way that guy can win. That is unacceptable to me. But I want to know you what know, happens to
1: that sword. <laughs> yeah, that
0: sword is like, Yeah, I mean, I hope it goes into his inventory. He better not sell that. Are you kidding? <laughs> you have enough healing potions. Keep the unique weapon.
1: Uh, um. So, you want
0: to talk about the audio? Probably uh yeah how
1: about that intro theme
0: yeah we got an 80s intro all right you were (laughs) a man um yeah
1: it's
0: got a driving beat it's like a really nice four beat and uh sort of not really english lyrics
1: yeah it fades in and out
0: i'm warming up on this style i love this i think this sounds amazing well i mean this uh, particularly specifically the Mostly Japanese, and then a couple words in
1: English. Oh yeah,
0: I'm warming up to it. Like I don't want to like it because it's a little
1: bit too like makes me seem like a weeaboo. It, it messes with your head a little bit, like not understanding words, and then suddenly you pick out a couple where you're like, "Oh, I know that one."
0: <laughs> you make me sound like an asshole. For no, no, because your
1: your brain, like if it's in another language, your brain will tune it out. But if you hear the word in your own language, you're like. Uh, what? Like your attention level changes, and it's not your own. It's not your own fault. Like you're not choosing that to happen.
0: Yeah, and it also like emphasizes the points that you want to think about.
1: <laughs> like you a shark.
0: You a shark. What? <laughs> I mean, that, that's pretty cool.
1: I'm, sort of. I'm, I'm a shark. <laughs> like a rolling
0: star. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other ones that just like give you one
1: line. Put your shark foot. In. <laughs> All together now. Uh, um, in terms of like yeah. the combat music, the thumping bass line really pushes things forward.
0: That, that was really good. That's like they figured. Like I don't remember an earlier example of them understanding how to get my heart racing. Oh, like, to, in how to, wizards, how to pump me up. In wizards, <laughs> well, had, like I mean, that kind of racing that with like,
1: hormones because <laughs> I knew that a porn was coming up. Well, the bass line here. Like, this is one of those things that borders on being goofy and badass, and I think the fact that it's accompanying the brutal action puts it on that side, but, I don't know, it (laughs) it feels like Final Fantasy music because it's it's sometimes orchestrated.
0: I I think this is actually quite a bit higher up than Final Fantasy music. Like, there's a a category of... martial arts anime that I think, like, just know what they're doing, and then some that don't know what they're doing as far as intros go. Mm-hmm. Hajime no Ippo unequivocally has a great one. <laughs> I think Yu Yu Hakusho is pretty bad.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Like, I know you have some affection for it. I do too. I think that that intro is pretty garbage.
1: I like it a lot.
0: I know, but it doesn't really fit what you're looking at, I thought it? you meant,
1: like, uh, just uh, battle music.
0: Oh, just the intro. I'm just speaking specifically about the oh, intro no, yeah. right now. And... Yeah, I think that this one does a really good job of capturing the, I don't know, at least, at least the, you know, thrill of combat or something. Uh, like, I, I don't Get know how much. It gets you pumped up. It gets you pumped up. Um, it, the the entire music, the entire intro ends with him in slow motion drop kicking into a giant's mouth and then freeze frame.
1: Yeah, you, you don't know you're already way into this.
0: <laughs> yeah, here we are. Are you're, you going to continue now? You're grooving. I love his like uh jump kick f- jump kick freeze frame. Yeah. Like <laughs> in, in the will be right back messages?
1: Yeah. that's, <laughs> that's got to be right out of Bruce Lee, right? Like the color Probably. scheme and everything.
0: But I just like like it's so immediate. Like it reminds me of Samurai Jack Wacha's. Uh-huh. Like where they just like come in with him screaming and a drop kick and that's how we go to like our interlude.
1: Yeah, th- and that's that's something that we've seen or or like that this continued on from the Bruce Lee and brought it into the anime realm is that, you know, high-pitched shrieking uh, while you're attacking.
0: Yeah, and now that you mention it, the high-pitched shrieking while you're attacking, uh, in another kind of kung fu movie-esque sort of tie-in, uh, whenever he does a move, he announces it right after the screen freezes uh-huh. before the effect of the move takes takes
1: hold oh yeah yeah so like attack screen freezes words come on the screen explaining like the name and then yeah you see the aftermath which is a dude exploding
0: yeah it's like knee of a thousand stars (laughs) it's like that
1: every single time just like that it's like
0: pretty pretty (laughs) spot on so uh, like I, i really like whatever the sound design is on this um, specifically, in when they decide to like, I like when they decide to shout. <laughs> I guess I don't like that they're doing it. I don't really like high pitched shouting. I don't like the whole "ya ta, ta 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 thing. I think that a lot of people love it, and I don't think I get it.
1: I, you know, I think for me, it's one of those things that normally I wouldn't like, but here it's okay. And I think the show has a lot of those.
0: I I agree with that. I don't think that the that the screeching like limousine. Uh, passes that threshold for me. I think it still just it annoys me, hmm. which is a shame because it seems like that's a point that a lot of people like. Like, I'm uh, looking through like internet reviews and stuff. This comes up as like, oh man, when he screams, I'm like, yeah, when he screams,
1: it's a it's a Pavlov thing, Ben.
0: I guess so. It's y- like you know what's that's interesting. That's how you know you're in-
1: watching Fist of the North Star, <laughs> <laughs> which. What a great name it's, for it's a so show.
0: <laughs> I also like the Japanese name uh no Ken. Also good. Like, it just tells you what the name of the martial art is, and that's the show, so that's perfect. Yep. Fist of the North Star. It sounds so mystical. Like, <laughs> it sounds like, it sounds like it's its own Bible, almost.
1: Yeah, it's like, okay, Fist, I know what that is. Good. North good Star. Start. Sure, I've heard that. How oh, yeah, and on his Earth scars look like,
0: his scars look like the Big Dipper.
1: Yeah, Ursa Major.
0: So good. Yeah, no.
1: <laughs> the Bear. <laughs> the great bear
0: great bear yeah um the uh i mean i I wasn't a huge fan of the screeching i guess but i was a very big fan of the good ambient music that they do yeah in this show like all the talking is accompanied by ballads it seems like whenever they're talking about their pasts or their futures it all feels kind of like a musical
1: atmosphere man yeah, they, it's like a Cirque du Soleil performance. If if uh, if you didn't like the screeching, I imagine that you hated it whenever uh, Rin said like "can." I mean, I, I was I pretty much ignored Rin, <laughs> to be totally honest.
0: <laughs> I don't think I was uh, as in this sh- as as in love with this show as you were.
1: I I it hit me in all the right spots. I, I, I think know. that
0: may, be, and I would love to hear your take on this.
1: Like, Probably I don't want to like
0: it, undercut your enjoyment of this show. I feel like if you watched other ones that are similar but in different animation styles, I would love to hear how this one measures up.
1: I, I think the reason that I like this show more than you is because I didn't find it as goofy. Like, I think I'm perceiving it the way that the creators intended it. Like, You're in just terms playing of, it straight. In terms of, yeah, I'm, I'm taking it straight. Um, I don't have that sort of irony about it. I I think if I watched other ones that I, you know, was more used to and liked more, this one would pale in comparison, but I don't, I don't get as much of this genre as you do.
0: That's true. And just as kind of a blanket statement, if you ever do come across one of those other animes that I had mentioned and can compare them, I'd be very interested to hear your opinion. I do want to ask, because this just kind of hit me, and I think this is very interesting. During the fight scenes, what is your favorite part?
1: It's gotta be right after he's delivered the blow, where and the they dude starts freaking out. They beg for mercy, and he <laughs> does not give them it. <laughs> yeah, it's like you no, can see, subhuman. like human. Oh shit! I've been an asshole my whole life. Well, time to die.
0: <laughs> like yeah, they just have long enough to regret.
1: Like you don't it's- see that sort of brutality a lot anymore.
0: It's an interesting shade to his character, too, because he's clearly not willing to further communicate with them, but he takes the time to point out how screwed they are. No, it it's, it's like pretty spiteful.
1: So it's one thing to, like, kill the bad guys, you know, p- do Punisher thing, like kill the guy that needs to be killed. Fine. It's another thing. Punisher to and like the this, new uh,
0: thing is pretty good.
1: It's it's another thing to do, like, the serial killer thing where, like, you torture them because it gets you off. But Ken is just very matter-of-factly saying, you have sinned. I am the angel of death. (laughs) (laughs) This is what happens in a just world. If you want mercy, start praying. You have seven seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, it's so badass, (laughs) Ben. What? It's so badass. It is
0: badass. It's just that... I, I. I can't ascribe a meaning to it other than they needed him to be more badass so he announces when they have died. Like, it seems like he should have a motivating reason to say that out loud, right?
1: Maybe because it gives him a sense of control?
0: Okay. I guess so.
1: <laughs> I, I'm, I'm grasping this. I don't. I don't need that explanation.
0: I don't need it either. It just seems inconsistent without it to me. Hmm. I mean, and considering the show is him... That would be a weird detail to have and not have meaning behind, you know?
1: Well, I mean, I hope you like the show.
0: I, I, I did. I did. I don't think I liked it as much as you, as I said, but it's like I can give so much credit credit to like doing a thing that other people hadn't you know, knowing that it might not work uh-huh. and then having it pay off by having a bunch of people emulate what you've done and evolve it in new and interesting ways. And this is like uh, the best example of that that I can fathom in recent memory.
1: Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, final
0: thoughts? Um, oh, I, I, this isn't really a final thought, but I hadn't mentioned this before. Um, the episode titles
1: are great. Oh, my God. Yeah, they're like two sentences that are unrelated yeah. and way again, more Again, this makes the... me think
0: this, this will, I mean, the, these episode titles will cement either of us into our particular mindsets. They're either playing it super straight and the episode titles are just ridiculous little like abstracts <laughs> or like they're just trying to drive home how silly it is like one of them is, like, the fist of lingering regret, comma, and certain death. The future is cited in the barren wasteland. <laughs> like, all exclamation points.
1: <laughs> a man journeys like, to hell and back. You don't know you're already dead. <laughs> <laughs> <so> what?
2: Okay.
0: <laughs> yep. It's like, it's like uh, a fortune cookie. <laughs> it is. Like, they actually all sound like fortune cookies. It's, there's, like, this very weird, like, philosophical... It's I mean like a in addition to eight ball. In addition to this just being a martial arts anime, there's this weird philosophical content to it that we've attributed to it. So, you know, there's some there's some synergy with that whole fortune cookie kind of uh-huh. or koan sort of uh yeah, fate. sort of mentality behind this creation. Yeah. Um, I I appreciate it in a lot of ways. Like I think there's a lot of subtlety that it, to this show that is somewhat masked by limited animation. But not as much as I would have anticipated. And, of course, I love that things that it spawned, so, you know, it's, it's got a mark of honor in my book. How about you?
1: Yeah. Um, I took it at face value, and I enjoyed every minute.
0: Do you, uh, like, I mean, this show doesn't go very deep, so you must have just enjoyed the presentation of it, like, on its face? It, like, there's not interpretation that can really be done to it, which is why I think we've been dancing so it's, much.
1: It's not about the destination, Ben. <laughs> Shit. About The journey we
0: almost got the whole way through,
1: and the journey of a thousand exploded heads starts with the great bear with one knuckle. <laughs>
0: with <a> knuckle. <laughs> yep, uh, all right, yeah, I, gu- I guess we're
1: done. Cool beans,
0: all right. So, uh, Zane, what are we doing next? time? so
1: next time we are watching class of 3000. Whatever, uh, have you started watching it all? No, I so I watched a couple episodes. Um, I really like it. What have you subjected me to this time? Um, the characters interact with each other. It reminds me a lot of the way they do in uh, Pelswick. It's like a, it's like a faster, smarter, blacker Pelswick. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I, I dislike no
0: part of that. Uh, (laughs) I don't know how it fits, but I'll, I'll be willing to give it a shot. Did you say we had a guest for that?
1: Uh, I'm hoping so.
0: Okay. I'm, I can't. Wait to learn that information if it is good information, and what don't are we uh, what- care to <laughs> receive that information if it is bad information? Okay. <laughs> And if you don't give me any information, I will wish you had given me information.
1: I, I need you to stop talking. <laughs> um, what are we watching yes, after that? Yes, no,
0: maybe. Did I get all my bases? I after so. that, We have another movie coming up. Woo! And, uh, yep, yeah, we've been waiting for a lot. We're going to start doing them every five episodes, just Woo! because our schedule is a little bit, is a little bit, like, stragglier, so, and we'd love to do more of these. Um, I have chosen on a friend's recommendation, Ulysses, uh, the Great Mouse Detective.
1: My wife also highly recommends this movie. I've heard
0: very good things, and we need to watch it.
1: I've heard the music suit. I've never seen it. It's from uh, it's from Disney's Dark Ages, right?
0: I think so. Back when they but... thought,
1: like, hey, people want to see down on their luck heroes, right, instead of, like, princes and stuff? Nope. I,
0: I mean, they still love, they want to see princesses now.
1: Yeah. It's progress. Some of, can
0: even, some of them can even be lesbians.
1: Equality.
0: I've heard about that. I don't know how I feel about it. What? Uh, them doing like a, a Frozen 2. Frozen to Elsa... what? No, like. <laughs> Wait, is that even Disney? Yeah. Am I ma- am I making this up?
1: No. Is that Pixar or something? No, that was Disney. They made a lot of money.
0: Yeah, that's right. No, the... oh, that sounds like Disney. <laughs> no, but like they had the, the second Frozen movie apparently. is. Uh, I, I heard something from somebody that they were going to make Elsa a lesbian.
1: Hey, the fan fiction has spoken. I'm sort of torn.
0: (laughs) Like, I like representation in media of this sort of thing. That's great. I
1: don't really want sex in my Disney anymore. (laughs) I'm kind of tired of it. Ben, you're going to hate me, but Mm. I think you need to let it go.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I do kind of hate you. (laughs) Um, yeah, but but I can also appreciate that there might be a lesbian character that does, that they don't explicitly talk about sex. It depends how they handle it. I'm going to be disappointed
1: so, if the Great Mouse Detective doesn't have you know at least lesbian one lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> so that wraps up our discussion of Fist of the North Star. <laughs> Fisting of the North Star.
0: How <laughs> so good. Um, hey, in certain context, it's appropriate. <laughs> to quote Clerks 2 in like the worst scene ever. If you would like to fist our North Star. um and Ooh. I know you do. Ya ta 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 Put your right foot in. Mm-hmm. Um, Put your right pencil in and write into <laughs> www.cartoncast.com. Th- these, pretty, these segues are getting really
1: weird. Pretty good. I'm happy. <laughs> I don't think they started like this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. It's become an arms race. <laughs> it seems that Eventually, way. Eventually, it's going to end in a nuclear war and then we'll have... Uh, you know, we'll just how did we used to talk? The Zane, how did we used
0: to talk for a full hour and a half? I don't know. <laughs> Other than lambasting our own performance, uh, but yeah, you can go to www.cartoncast.com if you want to write a comment or a show recommendation. Um, they tend
1: to work out pretty well.
0: Every every time we've taken a show recommendation, it's been pretty good time. <laughs> Even if the show <laughs> and, itself isn't. And listener, if you don't do that, Zane's going to choose Generator Rex again. Warning. <laughs> We <laughs> Ben you gotta watch the last two seasons It ties it all together
1: Ah oh, no you missed the part You missed the part at the end with the lesbian scene <laughs> Yeah Van Gleis becomes a robot lesbian It's brilliant uh. And uh, yeah
0: So uh, you can do that You can go to the Facebook page and say hi Or comment on a show that we're going to do Or you can uh, leave a rating or review on iTunes. It really is great when that happens. Mm -hmm. Um, And more than anything else, just tell your friends if you like the show or
1: not. Uh, I'm
0: I'm not going to get in the way of your good time.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Cool. So um, you don't know this episode is already over.
0: What?